You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. And today's February 25th, somewhere on the planet. So I look at it this way. You know, you come to the show and you want to listen to something that sounds great. You want to listen to that sounds, you know, it's okay. You want to understand what you're saying and you want to understand what I'm telling you. And I try to give you the straight poop. So let me start off with what I like to do in my program at the beginning. First, they told you that inflation was transitory. And now they're telling you the pain at the pump is like a suppository. Just take it. Endure the pain. For there's always sunshine, Biden says, after the rain. This administration is infuriating the nation. We now have buyer's remorse. And America's way off course. If you thought we were fine, you must be drinking too much wine. But in the coming days, you won't be able to be in a haze because that wine will just be too darn expensive. It's been a while since we've seen the weak, the frail be defiled, but the administration stabbed America in the back. All the while, they just smiled. It's not just at the top of the administration. It's the most incompetent personnel Biden chose now running the nation. It's the CDC, the NIH, They all lied to us without fail. Through stupidity or on purpose, if we did this, we'd be in jail. It's funny how now, before the election, the CDC has changed its complete direction. It's the science they claim we now know the truth. I might be inclined to believe them if I weren't locked in under my roof. They kept us inside for no other reason, except that it turned out to be absolutely through the election season. Was it nefarious? We'll never now know. The Democrats have destroyed the evidence, and now there's nothing to show. But the government's supposed to help us. That's why we put them in. Instead, they give us a wordside salad and a grin. Oh, that stupid grin. It started when Biden got into the office that we hold dearly. We thought he would change things around. And that he did very clearly. So now we're completely backwards. We're heading in the wrong direction. I fear this nation is currently at a major intersection. The trick you see is to be as weak as he, yet to somehow appear strong. And two, for God's sakes, stop being always wrong. They say his history is horrible and he hasn't made a good decision yet. But you can be damn sure now that China's going to take that bet. The odds are against us with a weak chief at the helm. It's now become obvious that Ukraine is at an end and that there'll be a new head of the realm. So Biden claimed yesterday that the sanctions are enough. He said we'll circle back when Ukraine is leveled in about a month. Just a smoke puff. So sanctions aren't working And it's clear our government's at a loss. Clearly Putin put on his big hat and showed the world he's the boss. For sanctions only work when you apply them first and fast. By the time the sanctions are working, the war will be over. I'm sure it won't last. The concept of idiots leading with not a clue in their head. You can chalk this one up. 
another with thousands of people dead. I'm tired of hearing we stand with Ukraine and that somehow it'll get them through as the missiles, bombs, and rockets come through their windows and you know what they do. My question is to the military brights, why did you think that your words could go against Putin's might? So when do you know when a crisis from Russia is at hand? According to the Biden administration, America's already taken a stand. When the missiles and fires will rain downtown and things are all crazy and nothing but smoke from the burning buildings can be found. For honestly, I have little faith in our government idiots in charge, for they couldn't even see Putin's armies lining up along the border were so large. It's tough to understand what they thought he was doing. When one million forces on the border, somebody was in for a screwing. But to me, it's no surprise when you look at the southern border through their eyes. What they tell you, they said, it's closed. And the issue in their minds is dead. It's just all lies. So maybe look at now at a country and its borders and bring a halt to our southern disorders. For a country without borders, is there no country at all? Joe Biden, it's your court, and believe it or not, it's even your ball. To look at what they did in Afghanistan on that fateful day and wonder what in their brains was defective in that way. To think in any way and call it a success. I just can't wait to see what he does in the next month with the world he created a complete mess. We protect Germany from Russia and spend all our dough. And the Germans get Russia and they let the oil flow. I tried to fill up my car, so I went to the ATM before. I had to go back to get enough money for gas three times more. We're all in for the long haul because our elected officials don't know how to brawl. Because Putin's already threatened the world with the nuclear football. So now the pain is real. Our gas prices are soaring, and all the president's speeches and all the talking heads in Washington's are just so darn boring. They're so detached from reality, they haven't a clue. It's not like they were living it, not like me and you. For what I find amazing, with all the experience they claim, they always appeared caught off guard, and the excuses are always so lame. So Peppermint Patty at the podium... She'll tell you she'll circle back. I'm sure it'll be after. Taiwan is under attack. For if you think there's nothing to it, and China's not going to do it, you're crazier than a bug, bed bug, and you should be in government because they just blew it. The talking heads in Washington, they tell us it's clear what the president said. Seems to me kind of funny that the rest of us are still trying to figure it out while Joe's already in bed. For clear speech is not his forte, and I'm wondering if he has one at all. It's only a matter of time before Ukrainian country does fall. It's clear the president can't think on his feet, and he seems confused with the teleprompter too when it misses a beat. The people we have running this country simply appear dumber each day. With all their world experiences, they are still getting in their own way. By the time Putin's done, the sanctions won't bother him a lot. But the problem is, by that time, Ukraine will be a parking lot. Biden said speeches and sanctions applied. 
are as tough and deadly as bullets. Clearly he lied. It seems that Putin's really on the ball, and his tanks are driving through Ukraine. That's the bottom line for all. For as the world waited and watched as Putin rolled through in about four days, there'll be nothing left to do. And hey, you can do that in many ways. For we haven't learned our lesson about not doing a thing. We haven't learned from history. Maybe they should have consulted on Bing. And then in the middle of all of this, don't think it was an accident that none of this happened under Trump. Make a list. No inflation nation, no supply chain defect, no higher taxes, Trump did reject. It may not have been pretty, but it worked. Yes, it did. Now we watch as America's downhill. We continue to skid. Biden's green energy lunacy caused gas prices to skyrocket. And now it's really clear everyone has less money in their pocket. Don't forget the two embassies abandoned during his first year. As far as I can see, there's nothing, nothing really to cheer. Just looking back from here, you know, thank goodness, Trump gave NATO his say. But without him making them toe the line, NATO coffers would be empty today. It would not be just fine. It's 2% of your GDP. That's what you're supposed to pay, Trump said. Please explain that, Chancellor Merkel. I'll just wait to hear what you pled. The prior presidents didn't bring it up to NATO in any way, but America continued to support its 2%. Who's dumber than us anyway? For say what you want to say about Trump and his boisterous way, for he got things done and with America was back in front to stay. The world is a tough reality, and sometimes things you do, they have real consequences for both me and you. So look at the Russian aggression. It didn't happen on Trump's watch, but mark my words, the Democrats will figure out a way to blame it on him. They'll figure it out. It's like they imbibing lots of scotch. They'll claim Trump he didn't plan, It's his fault for not knowing, for when Biden looks in the mirror, he's not even sure what it's showing. So you need to be sharp and testy in order to lead the best. Otherwise, you can be like any other country and be part of the European rest. But America, she's staying strong, and she's always been a leader. And our prior president didn't need the teleprompter or an electronic reader. It's sad to say that this is not the end, I fear. It's just the beginning, for the mighty force of Russia is hell-bent on winning. It also makes me wonder why Ukraine and its borders are more important and more secure than our southern borders. The truth is just pure. According to Kamala, it's the root causes you know, the facts she has, and Biden have never been there. The media cameras have no reason to go. When we sent Kamala to Europe... To bring on the order, she did the same job as she did at our southern border. If everything's off the table, then you have to ask what we bring, and none of our administration words have the truth in their ring. So I'm told the world is unified and NATO's ready to act. Let's give out the cigars now, because going, we're going to have to circle back. What did we possibly think Putin was doing when he piled his troops up against the Ukrainian border? Did Biden think he was just wanted to put in 
an ice cream order? What was apparent to anyone with eyes was the administration's and the Putin's lies. They were going into Ukraine, and the threat of I applied sanctions didn't matter. Unfortunately, I think we served up Ukraine on a great big platter. I'm so glad we think we did it. It's just like Afghanistan. To look at something in front of us and not recognizes it, I just can't understand. I wonder if they'll call this war just transitory and tell us it'll be over before the end of my story. For all the generals that we have in our military, in fact, he keeps telling us the world on the ground in Ukraine. It's just a fact, Jack. So Corn Pop, I'm sure, was as frightened as he could be, almost as terrified as Putin, you see. The fear of America was never real, and Putin didn't care. While Joe looked so sleepy, he tried to muster up a mean stare. For sanctions are only worthy, worthy if your opponent does think you'll do. Biden's gone for ice cream. Americans' might is through. I'm fully sick of all the talking heads. There's nothing left to say. It's been like this in Washington. Nothing's changed. It's the same way. For rather than solve a problem, they talk about it to death. I wish they'd simply do something and save their freaking breath. For you can't talk a problem into solving itself. And I looked out on the water at the barges. Hey, Joe, my elf ain't on the shelf. The supply chain is broken and it continues to date. So if you ordered anything, you're going to have to wait. I'll talk briefly about our crime wave, too, because it just keeps getting this. There will be more more dead Americans, but that's not new. I'll keep on telling us they're solving the problem. And they're soft on crime is right. You'd better bring your weapons if you're going to the city at night. So as I end this part of my program today, I hope you can see the seriousness of the situation as my strange little way can be. We'll be right back after these messages. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show's hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. 
If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon. We're back. So, I guess I read a lot faster when I did my opening in rehearsal, because <laughs> it was only about 10 minutes. So, I'll that watch that time America's frame for Web you, though. America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. So, you get an extra commercial just in case you missed that first one. <laughs> So I wanted to sort of talk very briefly about Ukraine and how the world reaction kind of was missed the whole point. And I don't know, maybe legendary Dave, you can shed a little military light on this because I watched this, you know, Russian President Putin line up two million soldiers, equipment, military hospitals, aircraft tanks, artillery at the border of Ukraine. And I just can't understand. I'm a, I'm a kind of normal guy. Some would say not normal, but you got to look at this and you say, well, we can negotiate this out. I, I just militarily, how much is it to move all this equipment? And it's got to cost something. It's got to be expensive as hell to get all these troops there. To get all the equipment, aircraft, gas, you have to have logistics. He had five different entry points or four different entry points. You have to have four different logistical supply chains for that. That's an incredibly complex military operation. Yet somehow, Biden, who, uh, uh, wait, remember, he was leading America's back. We're back in the what? We're back in the you know what? Under Trump, we had none of this. Why do you think Russia didn't move into Ukraine under Trump? Because Trump wouldn't have stood for it. Secondly, Trump was a powerhouse. And what did that mean? America was a powerhouse. America was an oil positive producer. We were producing our own oil. Does anyone understand right now, under Biden's lunacy, his green energy lunacy, and listen, I am, and don't tell me I'm not a green energy guy, when it's ready for prime time, let's use it, okay? When windmills are working great, when solar panels are working great. And by the way, where do you think we get all our solar panels? China. So why don't we make China richer, too, while we do this? We buy, per day, 595,000 barrels of oil from Russia at now over $100 a barrel. So why don't you do a little calculation, Biden, and all your Harvard geniuses that you put on your cabinet and figure out, wait a second, we could produce 800,000 with the Keystone XL pipeline. We wouldn't need to buy 595,000 barrels from Russia. And here's your other problem. You know, I remember seeing a video months ago about Trump confronting Chancellor Angela Merkel from Germany. 
and he was sitting across the table, and he turned around to her, and, and, and in a Trumpian way, and I say that with the most utmost respect and admiration for the man, he was blunt, to the point, not diplomatic. He said, explain something to me. He said, we're paying for your defense from Russia while you buy oil from Russia. Can you explain that to me? And guess what was on the other side of the table? Crickets. Crickets were coming. Okay? Because the man had a horrible way of delivery, but he knew what he was talking about. He could see the insanity. Listen, I don't think this administration is stupid. I don't think they're idiots. I think they're purposefully doing this. This is not something that came about in five minutes. This is the liberal loons, the wingnuts, the AOCs, the Presleys, the Talibs. These are the people who want to destroy America. Go ahead. You put them in charge, America. You voted them in. A little bias remorse, perhaps. We can't afford to have someone like Joe Biden in the White House. Green, like I said, green energy is great. But you don't cut off your fuel now because you think somehow green energy is going to take over in five minutes. It's going to be a 10, 15, 20-year project. Okay. Now, here's the next problem. Where do you buy all those batteries from? Where do you buy all the material to get your batteries? China, Russia, overseas. Yeah, we don't produce anything in America. And that's what Trump was trying to reverse. And I, I didn't want this to turn into a Trump parade, but the guy had it right. He couldn't deliver, and he would have stayed off Twitter. He would have been a lot happier in this country, but he didn't do that. But his policies were on target. That's what I'm trying to get across to you all. He knew what he was doing. Look at the gas price difference. Okay, They said... Oh, we're not going to impose any new taxes on anyone making less than 400000 When you have moronic policies that cut off your energy supply, the phrase energy independent is what was under Trump. He established the fact that we have the oil here. Yes, let's develop the solar. Let's develop the wind. Let's go with all of those. But that's not going to save us now. And if you need a better lesson, look at what's going on in Europe now. We can't even get the Europeans to agree to sanction Putin with the SWIFT system, to pull him out of the SWIFT system. The SWIFT system, for those of you who don't know, is a banking system that all banks transmit back and forth for their transactions. So he doesn't want to pull out the SWIFT system. He doesn't want to sanction Putin personally. What are we waiting for? Did did I mistake? He had a speech, Putin, the other day. He spoke for about an hour, and it was in Russian, obviously. But I heard the translation, and I had to play it back several times because from what I understood and what I heard and how I interpreted it is, he said, hey, I'm going into Ukraine. F you. You don't like it. You want to step up to the plate. I will bomb you with nuclear weapons. Yeah, you heard that. That should send a chill up every American spine. This guy who just walked into Ukraine because the world let him. We served him up on a platter, just like I said. He threatened America. 
with a nuclear response. He threatened Europe with a nuclear response. Yeah, okay, I've heard of the tactical nuclear response, okay, which is a small arms nuclear weapon. That's not small arms to me. Small arms to me is walking around with a twenty-two. That's a small arms. Shooting someone with a nuclear weapon is not a great idea. That's what we call World War Three. Yeah, you got that? So now Biden put us in this situation, the inflation nation that we have. What do you think is going to happen now with the inflation? Well, I tell you already, I've heard the Federal Reserve, which was planning on the March increasing interest rates. That's probably out the window. And I saw yesterday the market was going up and down like a roller coaster. And they thought it was going to tank, but it somehow stayed in there. And I think that, listen, we don't really have a strategic interest in Ukraine, but we do have a strategic interest in containing war in the world because that's not good for America. That's not good for anything in the world. We have to understand that, you know, they always talk about this globalism. You know, we're not just an isolationist. In this particular instance, although I'm an isolationist, I think they are correct. We had to do something. But after the horse has left the barn, you don't close the gate. You close the gate before the horse leaves the barn. Now, every farmer in America understands that. Every three-year-old in America understands that. But yet the Biden administration and the rest of the world leaders, they didn't even see it, or they were incompetent, or they're just plain stupid, and they didn't recognize. What did they think? Putin was kidding? You move two million people into attack mode, and they think he's kidding. Let's talk him off the ledge. It, it, it almost reminds me of trying to stop a suicide jumper off a building after he's already left the building. That's when they're going to come up and talk to him as he's on his way down. It's kind of too late. They kind of really missed the boat. And the problem is, is that it's not just Biden this time. But if he's claiming to be the leader of the free world, it's on his shoulders. He needs to wake up. He needs to... Talk to Corn Pop, maybe. Maybe he should talk to Corn Pop. <laughs> maybe Corn Pop will give him a little bit of advice on how to beat up a bully. But I just don't see Joe Biden as a strong leader. You know, you take away his teleprompter, you take away his electronic reader, and he's kind of fumfering along. That I mean, honestly, at his at his news conference yesterday. He said, he was asked the question, did, did Putin threaten nuclear response? Did he threaten us with nuclear war? And Biden says, I have no idea what he threatened. Are we serious? This is the guy who's leading our country and supposedly the, the United World of NATO. I, the guy said, I have no idea. Dude, it's your job to know. You can't say, I didn't know, I wasn't sure, I I have no idea. And let me ask you this, who are the military geniuses surrounding him who had no idea? It's an administration, this is exactly what you get when you put Ivy League geniuses from from the textbook into the real world. 
They have no practical experience. I used to say knowledge and having knowledge is fantastic, but wisdom is more important because with wisdom, you can know what to do with that knowledge. All these guys with their textbooks and all these guys with their smart geniuses from Harvard, you know, Stanford, Harvard, they're all so smart. Guess what? They have no wisdom. Because if they had wisdom, we wouldn't be in this situation. You know, further, yesterday at the news conference again, you know, I'm going to talk, actually, I'll talk about the news conference just a tad after. We're going to take a short break and we'll come back. You don't want to miss this. It's all about cars and car people on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Listen to new shows every week on AmericasWebRadio.com at 9 a.m. Eastern. After that, episodes are available there and on podcast providers such as Spotify and Google Play. Each week, Classic Auto Mall President Stuart Howden serves as your podcast host and interviews personalities from every aspect of the automotive world. Collectors, photographers, classic car dealers, and everyone in between. You don't want to miss an episode of the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio, the most eclectic mix of conservative radio. So right before the break, I told you I had a special event for you. I was going to recount the news or, quote, press conf- the press conference. Nah, I'm sounding like Joe Biden. Wait, let me give it that. <laughs> so yesterday at his news conference, and I hate to use that word because he still had little pieces of paper on who to call on. But he was asked a question yesterday, and this is how ridiculous and how out of touch this administration and and Joe Biden, I hate to keep pointing at him, but he is allegedly supposed to be the leader of us, America and the world leader. So in reference or response to the question that whether or not the claimed sanctions were as deadly as what Russia was doing now, Biden turned around. And literally said the words, sanctions will be as deadly as the Russian bullets and bombs. Yeah, he said, the sanctions will be as deadly as the bullets and bombs. Just think about that for a second. Okay, because I'm going to sanction you, which will maybe get to you in about a month or two, which I'm, I'm pretty sure, based on the amount of personnel that Putin brought in, that... This Ukraine deal is going to be over in three or four days, but that's okay. Joe Biden said, we'll get back to you in a month, and we'll see how the sanctions are working. This is what we call dumb. 
This is called dumb foreign policy. But based on Biden's history, he's right again on the wrong side. Once again, he's right again on the wrong side. History will look at this moment in time and say, what were they thinking? Did they think Putin was kidding? And then yesterday, when we've been told for the last, oh, I don't know, was it three weeks, two weeks? The the Pentagon, General Kirby, everybody was telling us sanctions. We're not implementing sanctions because that's going to really hurt them. That's going to stop them from doing anything. We're all on board. The sanctions are serious. More sanctions than he's ever seen in the world. It's going to really shock and awe with the sanctions. And yesterday, Biden says, no one expected, and I put this in quotes, no one expected the sanctions to stop Putin from invading. Now, either Joe Biden doesn't understand the English language, or his administration is completely out of step with reality, because if you're telling me for three weeks that sanctions are going to stop him from going in, the threat of sanctions, and then yesterday, no one expected the sanctions to stop Putin from invading. This is, goes back to my the barn and the horse theory. You don't close the barn door after the horse has left. You do it before. But we didn't do that. No, no, we couldn't do that because we weren't that smart. Because the world followed Joe Biden. You know, you'd never follow the guy at the front of the parade if he doesn't know where he's going. And I would suggest that we probably put someone else in charge. Because whoever he's following for foreign policy, if it's his NSA, the, the Pentagon, obviously... Somebody needs to get a clue. They need to buy a vowel. They need to get on Jeopardy, learn some information. When you put 2 million people on the border, I understand Biden has a problem with borders, but here he wants to defend Ukraine's borders but can't defend ours. And more along the lines, won't defend ours. Think about that. We sent 12,000 troops into Europe to defend the borders. And our southern border is wide open. That should anger every American. So now I want to kind of switch gears. I don't want to beat the issue of Ukraine and the, the crisis. But I think you've probably heard enough of that on every, every, every station for the last two days. Every five minutes, they're drawing on maps. They're showing us pictures. Listen, war is war. That's why we don't have them. We try to avoid them at all costs. But Biden just didn't understand that concept. So what's going to happen in Ukraine, I'll tell you. Honestly, they're just going to take it over four or five days at the most. They're going to reinstall a Putin puppet. Done. Finished. So your sanctions, take them, stick them where you put your suppository. You know, that's not going to work. It wasn't going to work, but they understood that they hadn't a clue how to deal with Putin. So they tried to make up another story. Take your, you know, take your focus away from what was going on. So I want to switch gears real quick now. Back to my police incident, so I call it. So as a lot of you know, I'm up in New York, and I take a highway called the Cross Island Parkway. 
And the other night, I was coming back from Queens on the Cross Island Parkway at night. And the guy in front of me, his brake lights were out. And every time he stopped, you kind of kind of couldn't tell when he was stopping, was slowing down. You had to kind of look at the guy in front of him. So I had the I had the uh, benefit of having an NYPD car pull up next to me, and I kind of honked at him once or twice, little taps on the horn, and I saw him kind of duck down in his car behind what was a bullet shield, a bulletproof shield in a police car, right by the driver's door. And he kind of pulled up a little bit further. And then as the traffic was going, because we were kind of, it was kind of heavy traffic, I popped on the horn again, you know, beep, 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 rolled down my window. I saw him get behind his little screen. And I yelled out the window to him, the guy in front of me's brake lights is not working. There's going to be an accident. So he pulls up. I let him in in front of me. He pulls up, and I guess he was watching the guy's brake lights. And then he pulls away. He he sat in front of him for maybe two, three minutes as we were going through traffic, stop and go, stop and go. And then from the left lane where I was, he goes from the left lane all the way off the exit, all the way off the parkway. Doesn't pull this guy over, doesn't tell this guy his lights are out, nothing. And it kind of hit me. And I'm thinking to myself, why did he just do that? I mean, all he had to do is pull that guy over and say, hey, your brake lights aren't working. Give you a warning. Just go get them fixed. And it bothered me. It really bothered me. Because in one or two miles, maybe somebody's pulling up behind this guy. Traffic brakes, they're doing 50 miles an hour. Traffic jams up again. He slams on his brakes, and no brake lights come on. There's an accident. So what happened here? I'll tell you what happened. Because what I did is I was in an executive board meeting yesterday with an organization I'm involved in. has a lot of police. And I spoke to the people who I admire. I, I think they're amazing people. I really think they're amazing people. These are people who are net givers to a community. They never take more. They always give more than they ever take from the community. We should learn a lesson from the police. And these guys who I really respect and admire, I had this conversation with them, and I told them exactly what I said. And they said to me, they said, here's what's going on. They said, in the officer's head, he's weighing two choices. Do I pull him over? Do I not pull him over? If I pull him over, I risk my career, my job, and my life for pulling this guy over for a brake light outage. And what does that mean? A, if he pulls the guy over, the guy decides, based on what's going on in this world, to start firing bullets at him. He loses his life. If the guy decides... He's pissed off at the officer. He gets out, doesn't comply with the orders. He gets in a tussle. And the officer winds up getting hurt, career injury. He's done. Or he winds up trying to arrest the guy because the guy takes a swing at him. 
okay, or has a gun and he has to shoot the guy, and now his career's over because it doesn't matter, because no matter what he does, he's wrong. He's going to be the bad guy. What we have done in this society is we have put every one of our persons at risk because we have emasculated our police. We have changed the mindset of our police. That's a real serious problem. You want to know why crime is up? I'll tell you why. Because nobody has a police officer's back. We better wake up. We better change this real fast because we're all going to be gone. This society is breaking down before our eyes, and if you don't see it, you need to go get some glasses. Go get an eye exam. When that officer pulled away, that, to me, sent a message that something has to change. You need to start... When I grew up, that was many, many years ago, you respected an officer. If an officer stopped you, you stopped dead in your tracks. If you said, sit down on the curb right there, you sat down on the curb. You shut your mouth. Because he needed to figure out what was going on. Now, we're going to finish this up right after the break. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, we was talking about, or we were talking about, my incident with the NYPD on the Cross Island. What we have to understand is once you change the mindset of your police officers, you're in trouble. You're in serious trouble. If an officer doesn't think, and in fact doesn't know at this point, and honestly it's pretty clear that they don't have his back, if he gets into a tussle with someone and something happens, listen, every officer I've ever known personally is a phenomenal person. They are amazing people. And I told you that they give back more than they will ever take from a community. These people put on a bulletproof vest and go to work every day to protect your butts. You better respect that. I'm sorry. If you don't respect that, you know what? You don't belong in this community. 
But I digress for a moment. So the next time you see a cop, thank him for what he does. You know, because when you need when you need them there, they are there for you. They don't ask whether you're blue, green, Chinese, Japanese, black, white, brown. They don't give a darn. They're going to help you. Okay? And they're not running around shooting people. And I can't stand that narrative. It's such a lie. You know, they put that garbage out there, and then they just repeat it and repeat it on the lamestream media. It angers the living daylights out of me. So let me get back into what I was talking about. You know, we have a lot to cover in the last few minutes of the show here. It's amazing how an hour goes by so quick. But this needs to change now. This whole defund, this all this other garbage, it's got to change. You can't let this happen. And it's the guys who are sitting in their house, sitting in their cars, hopefully listening to my show. These are the people I need to step up. These are the people that need to step up on the community. Not the few loudmouths, not the reactionists, not the activists. Okay? We got enough of those idiots. One of the biggest problems in this country is the loudest voices are the dumbest. It's the few, not the many. E pluribus unum. So, This part of the program I wanted to look at, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the biggest tyrant of all? So I was looking at Trudeau, and we'll just touch on him because I hit last week pretty good. It was amazing to see the Gestapo police force walk in in Ottawa and take down peaceful. That's what real peaceful protesters look like. Okay, you want to see peaceful protesters look into Ottawa's truckers. Okay, you got to respect these guys. They could have gotten rowdy. They could have really done what BLM did. Because, hey, BLM, they did it and they got away with it. And guess what? They got millions and millions of dollars, even from our stupid companies. They got paid millions for burning down cities. That's a good paying job. But in Ottawa, what they did is they literally walked in and started grabbing people out of their trucks like the Gestapo. This is unheard of. They froze accounts of people who donated. They froze accounts of people who were truckers. They suspended licenses, registrations. It's just, it was incredible what they've done. And I'm really surprised at the Canadians for sitting back and letting this happen. You know, Canada... We should learn a lesson from them. You want to let America survive? Don't let people who lead you do the wrong thing. Now, getting back to the wrong thing, I was worried about the fact that, you know, these immoral walls at the southern border were going to create an issue. Because apparently when a wall's at the southern border, it's immoral. But when it goes up around the capital, it's completely okay. It's, it's absolutely completely okay to put a giant wall and fencing around the capital, but not at the southern border. So maybe somebody can write into the show and explain that to me for next week, because I can't figure that out. Either walls are immoral or they're not immoral. 
It can't be immoral one place and moral in another place. So that's all you know what. So now, this January 6th execution squad, led by the Democrats. So here we go. So, oh, I forgot about it. They also allocated about 20,000 National Guard for the January 6th riots. But somehow or another, that request that Trump authorized to Pelosi never, never was called on. They never called on. They never brought in the National Guard. 20,000 Trump authorized. You didn't hear that too often on any station, did you? But they weren't there. But funny enough, the National Guard's out now guarding the Capitol because some truckers might come this weekend. I guess that goes back to the white supremacists. They're all driving trucks. So, listen, stop telling us the garbage. Stop telling us lies. Here's what I want to know. January 6th. You want to know what the real question is? I want to see why Nancy Pelosi was never questioned. I want to know why Nancy Pelosi's emails were never subpoenaed. I want to know why the sergeant at arms at the Capitol Police was never interviewed and questioned, and we never saw communications back and forth. This is a predetermined outcome, and let's not let's not fool ourselves. This outcome is trying to prevent Donald Trump, Donald Trump, from making a run at the presidency again. But they don't want him to do that because they're scared of him. Because Joe Biden has been proven to be incompetent and to be feckless in any kind of foreign party. I I just can't get that. But they never asked Nancy Pelosi, who technically is in charge of security at the Capitol, what happened. And they're not going to because they already know who the bad guy is. Listen, give me a bad guy and I'll create a crime. That's the concept. This is the way it works. So... Question is, can America be saved? Hopefully in November, we get a little bit of something. It's going to be amazing. And now you watch. They're going to start to go after different, um, they're going to go after political enemies. You know, I'm surprised they didn't start jailing them. It works for Putin. Maybe it'll work for Biden. You know, they're going after the senators. They're going after the senators that were supporting Trump. And this is a problem. This is a problem. This is a third world banana republic now. We're not America anymore. We got to find our soul again. You know that they talked about the battle of the soul. Well, let me give you an, another shout out to another fantastic decision by Biden. And it has to do with apparently I, I don't know if he's done it yet during the show or he's going to do it this afternoon, but he apparently is going to announce his choice his nominee for the Supreme Court. And it is Katanji Brown-Jackson. And Katanji Brown-Jackson, she is the District Court, uh, uh, Circuit Court of Appeals, I guess, for District of Columbia. They have a little bit of different court system. She's apparently 51 years old, and she has an interesting kind of concept. She was put on the bench in September... And we're now in February, and she has not issued a ruling yet. Think about that. Since September, she has not issued a ruling yet from the bench. 
So Judicial Crisis Network, hello. So here we go. So she has a record of left-leaning, which you expect. That's fine. That's, that's okay. But the problem I have with her is several of her decisions have been overturned by the full court, not, not even dissension. The full court overturned, done. So she's had a bunch of these. But on concepts that were very basic, very basic concepts like lack of jurisdiction, things like that, which are judicial 101. But what happened is she got her ideology into her brain, and that's how she makes decisions. And she's also, oh, God, she's no fan of Donald Trump at all, at all. In fact, a couple of those cases got tossed and then were overturned. But she's also got, she's also one of these, like, um, you know, I, I joined the church. She was a member of a Baptist church that had some very interesting credos. And they were not kind to... Uh, the LGBT community at all. You know, one man, one woman, the woman should be service to the man, and they have to fight against homosexuality. And this is directly from their little book, you know, the sexual immorality, including adultery, homosexuality, and pornography. That's what they stood against. That's the church she was a member of. But I think this is going to be an interesting hearing. But I guess my main point here is I really wish he would have said here's the most qualified candidate and not gone out and racially discriminated against 96% of America and chose what he wanted to do is a black woman. Because you denigrate her. You denigrate her qualifications. He doesn't see that. And that's the problem. You know, you want to choose someone... Choose them on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Don't be an idiot. But I guess that horse has left the barn, too. But in any event, I'm going to wrap it up. You've been listening to Mark the Shark with Bite of Reality. I want everyone to have a wonderful weekend. And if you go out and you see a police officer, thank him for the job he does this week. Be grateful that they're protecting your butts. Have a great week, and thanks for listening to the show. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.